Good morning. My name is Jay Rosenthal. I'm the co-founder and president of the Business of Cannabis. This is BFC Live for Tuesday, July 28th, 2020. This and all other BFC Lives are available on our website at businessofcannabis.ca, as well as wherever you find your podcast. Coming up, a conversation with Brett Chang. We will talk all things New Zealand and cannabis. This week on BFC Live, today our benchmark newsletter was published, where the folks at Cannabis Benchmarks talk about cannabis inventory levels in Canada. Tomorrow, we will have a special BFC Live program where we will be behind the scenes at a Toronto cannabis retailer that opens on Wednesday. Hint, it starts with super. Thursday, Liz Deher from BDSA will join us for our consumer insights. As well, we will have our job of the week presented by Cannabis at Work. Friday, Matt Maurer from our official law firm at Business of Cannabis Torque Mains will join us to give us an update about cannabis retail in Ontario. Events coming up tomorrow night. Uh, or afternoon if you're uh, on the West Coast, uh, Can BC Lead Cannabis in Canada? Again, it's presented by Robic. It will be hosted by Council 45. It's a cannabis-forward education networking event. Following the actual program, there will be great networking opportunities digitally, so uh, sign up for that. On August 7th, which is a week from Friday, uh, we will be with the Can Delta team for a lunch and learn. They will be uh, diving deep on So You Want to Open a Cannabis Retail Store? Tune in for that. And then on August 27th, uh, co-presented with our friends at Diversity Talk, we will have a Cannabis Forward event titled Social Equity in Practice. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and on our website, as always, at businessofcannabis.ca. Thank you to our partners, BDSA, Cannabis at Work, Cannabis Benchmarks, Can Delta, and Torque and Mains for their support, as well as being protected by our friends at Alset. Enjoy this conversation about all things New Zealand, cannabis, legalization, with Brett Chang. Enjoy. Brett Chang, nice to see you on the porch. Jay Rosenthal, thank you for having me. It is a beautiful porch. It's a porch. I think it's beautiful. It is. It's uh, West End of Toronto. As I like to say, West End, Best End, but I know some people feel different. Sure, I'll agree with that. You will. Yeah, why not? Sure. <laughs> Nothing controversial. Um, and you're getting a good glimpse of the neighborhood. We've had lots of neighbors walk by. It's really recently. nice, uh, and it's a beautiful day. It's uh, Mayberry? Sure. I think that's what you call it. It's, it's a nice little neighborhood we live in. Um, Brett, I wanted to have you come in because um, New Zealand has a ballot measure this year to legalize cannabis. You are the foremost expert in New Zealand that I know. And I want to talk to you about it. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, I am not a Kiwi myself. I've only been there once, but I appreciate the uh, the vote of confidence. Um, yeah. So can, New can Zealand, I say one thing? Yeah. The one, the the uh, New Zealand's greatest export right now is their prime minister, president. Jacinda. Yeah. Prime minister. Yeah. Commonwealth. Yeah. I'm American, so I don't even get it. But yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jacinda is good. Yes. Uh, and that can kind of bring us to the history of this ballot initiative. Please. Uh, so Jacinda Ardern, who's the prime minister of New Zealand, beloved by Jay. Uh, <laughs> and everybody. Really. Yeah. So she, well. Hero uh, of the left. Yeah. Well, you're left. Uh, <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> you're right, my but, left. Yeah. Yes, uh, but uh, Jacinda won, uh, I think it was about three years ago. And she only won with a minority government. And so, like in Canada, they have to build a coalition to get a majority of votes so they can win the confidence of the House and so that she could take office. So they had to build a coalition with two parties. One's called the New Zealand First Party, which is a populist party. That sounds scary. It's a populist party. 
they're neither left nor right. It depends on the day. They, they yeah. go where the wind blows, but they're, they're New Zealand first. Uh, As the name would suggest. Exactly. And then the, the second party they had to make a coalition with was the Greens. And uh, the Greens are a very progressive, further left party than, than where Jacinda is. Uh, if Jay likes Jacinda, I like the Greens. Okay. Uh, but uh, the Greens, in their negotiations with the Labor Party and Jacinda, uh, they put that they require that she hold a referendum on recreational cannabis uh, by the next election. So that was what they put forward. Jacinda accepted it. They formed the coalition. And over the past three years, they've been in the process now of preparing that ballot initiative, putting together what the proposal will be like. Uh, and that's where we are today. The referendum is on September 19th. And, and uh, New Zealand is a Commonwealth country. Yeah. Um, and how similar, I mean, this, the form of government is similar, but how similar is the regulations, at least as they are proposed right now? Yeah, the proposed legislation is very similar to Canada. So they, they basically took what Canada did. There are a couple of nuances. There are no provinces in New Zealand. It's all one federal system. So there's not the same level of experimentation with things like retail that we have here, there. Uh, but in terms of production, uh, in terms of licensing and retail, for the most part, it's, it's very similar. Uh, and they've actually learned a couple of things from Canada uh, that they've incorporated into their legislation. Um, but that's, that's kind of where they are. And, and so September 19th, you say the date was? September 19th, yeah. And is it likely to pass? So the polls go up and down, but consistently over the past three months, we've seen support for the initiative growing. Uh, and so right now, as of the latest poll, which I think was about a week ago, uh, the yes vote is five points ahead of the no vote. One of the reasons, funny enough, is that uh, American groups, American anti-cannabis groups, have uh, begun to flood the airwaves in New Zealand. And they don't like that. They don't like the fact that American money is now uh, actively working uh, to get involved in their politics. And I don't so like that either. That's exactly. And that's <laughs> coming from an American. That's uh, right. And so that's that's actually helping shift momentum in, in favor of the referendum. Interesting. Yeah. And so what is the setup roughly? Like, are there is there a medical program? Are there the equivalent of licensed producers? How many are they shifting over to recreation? Like, what's the deal? Yeah, there's a very nascent medical program right now. It actually just came into effect about a month ago. And so there isn't actually a, a lot of time between the medical program coming into effect and the referendum. Uh, the, the, in the medical program, there are approximately 10 to 15 licensed producers, some bigger than others. Uh, it, the real hope for them, just like with the Australian producers, is that there's going to be this explosion of Asian interest in medicinal cannabis and that they will be at the forefront of that. Whether that becomes true or not remains to be seen. But that's the state of the medical side. Their interest in recreational, it's similar to Canada in 2016, 2017, where they're very skittish about talking about recreational. I, I'd say they're even more skittish than the Canadian companies in that they uh, don't even express any interest in it. They say, we are just medical first, and if recreational happens, you know, we're not going to be participating. Uh, some of them actively oppose recreational cannabis. Really? Yeah. Uh, and so that's the, that's the state of the medical world. Uh, in terms of recreational... There's a growing amount of interest in it from both the business side and the public, but it's still very early on. And do New Zealanders like weed? Yeah, so they, they have a 15% consumption rate, uh, which is very high. It's among the highest in the world, definitely the highest in, uh, second highest in the developed world, second only to, to here. Um, but there's a lot of interest in cannabis. And, and that's a lot of the reason why uh, the assumption has always been that they were going to pass this. I like it. Yeah. It seems like there's a lot of um, similarities between Canada and New Zealand, um, and you've been there. I have. Do they look at it the same way? I guess is the. 
Like, do they say Canada is our, our cousin or something? Like, I know yeah. Australians sort of feel that way. Yeah, they, they, they definitely like the fact that we led on this, that we had a year and a half or so now to experiment with our regime and that they could look at that and see what worked and what didn't and incorporate lessons into their own formula. That being said, they still are very much, this is a made in New Zealand uh, plan that we've come up with, uh, simply influenced by Canada. But Canada is a lot less scary to them than the US. So there was a big documentary in New Zealand at the time uh, about three months ago uh, that explored the U.S. market, and that actually did more harm right. to the uh, to the pro campaign than good, simply because you know California compared to Canada it looks like the Wild West. Yeah, and, and they Even like Colorado, Oregon, exactly, and they like a regulated uh, system. That's what their preference is, and, and so and that's what they proposed. And that's like here. Yeah, it's like here. Exactly. <laughs> Canadians like very similar. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. So we'll we'll continue to connect with you on this front because. It's imminent. And, and do you think uh, in the cannabis world, I mean, everybody's been a little waylaid by a pandemic. It's sort of taken people's, uh, not wind out of the sails, but taken people's attention to it. But do you think we'll see more attention to this as the summer rolls on? Yeah, I think so. You know, uh, Canadian cannabis companies have to find sources of revenue uh, or new sources of revenue, or at least profitable sources of revenue. And New Zealand could be one of them. Now, whether that means that they'll go in there and get licenses and start operations remains to be seen. But at least that expertise, which we were just talking about uh, off camera, but that expertise that we've developed here about how to produce at scale, a lot of that is very transferable. How to operate within a uh, tightly regulated market, also very transferable to there. And I think there will be a lot of sharing of knowledge since the systems are so similar. Let me ask you a question, because one of the things that I think does set Canada apart and sounds like New Zealand as well, is that not the government control, not that, but like the transparency that companies need to have towards government you know, the seed to sale, you know, soil to oil, like where everything is all the time, all the time. Is that similar? Yeah. And that, a lot of that's because that, a lot of that is enabled by tech and all that. Exactly. It's very similar. I, they really did take the Canadian framework and they made some minor modifications to it. You know, one being a good example would be consumption lounges. They allow for consumption lounges to be attached to licensed retailers. Uh, licensed retailers are private. There's no public owned component to it. Um, and so that's a bit different. Ontario, take note. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> the, the other thing that's a bit different is uh, they're much stricter on edibles than we are here. There's no beverages allowed. That's another example. In terms of advertising. Is that because the beverage industry is so strong down there? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, another you know, important kind of note, advertising, strictly banned. Now, the definition of that will be in, in the regs as to what counts as advertising versus education. So like a, a free Wu-Tang Clan concert is not going to happen? Uh, well, that actually, <laughs> so this is the one thing they did definitely learn from Canada is they explicitly said no sponsorships at all. No sponsorships uh, before the referendum or ah. after the referendum. So they made it uh, so that you couldn't show up today and host a huge concert and say, we're weed company X. Right. Uh, that once this passes, we will become a recreational cannabis company. That's, you can't do that. That's too bad for rap fans in New Zealand and probably for the Wu-Tang Clan as yeah. well. Uh, Brett, I appreciate you coming by the porch because it is an interesting thing to watch. We look forward to watching it with you. And thanks for stopping by. No, thanks for having me, Jay.